baby, you've been running through my mind all damn day. Hey, yo, Zebras. What up, Zebras? Call me, 814-799-0064. That's 814-799-0064. And leave me a voicemail. Other people are already doing it. What are you waiting for? Sometimes whenever I smell my fingers, it makes me think about whenever I used to eat jelly beans down by the Dairy Queen. You ever sit on the dock of the bay and wonder about how time's going to drift away while you're sticking your fingers in your nose and wondering how you're going to get your fingers inside your toes? See, I told you. I didn't say they were doing it well, but I, I they're doing it. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. One of the best LL Cool J songs. But I would say my favorite LL Cool J song of all time. You can also find me on social media. That's uh, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. Uh, if you want to, you know, get into social media yourself, get into it. Who's not into social media? I'm sure everybody has a Facebook page out there. But if you want to build your social media, I've got a company. It's Happy Valley Social Media that I'm a part of consulting, helping you with your social media, getting it off the ground or getting it to where you want it to be where it's, you know, reaching people, it's activating people, activating people. Is that the right word to use? Maybe I should practice this more. Basically, how to, you know, monetize your social media, how to find how to find the right ways to reach the right people and get the right message out to them. I sound like a salesperson. If you want to know anything about it, please, for a personal use or for a business, Happy Valley Social Media, that's Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. This is Rob Z Radio. If there's one thing in this world I hate with every ounce of my being, it's running. Oh my God, do I hate running. So this this thing came out. This was talking about what happens to your body whenever you run. So uh, basically, it's for, it's dealing with marathon runners, but I think it applies to anybody. And uh, it's kind of scientific. I'll just play the audio. This is what happens to you whenever you run. You have to run 26.2 miles to finish a marathon. What's happening to your body when you're running this far? You run a fever. During a marathon, your internal core temperature rises up to 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Your body is constantly sweating to try and stay cool. It's hard to replenish 100% of what you've lost as sweat. You become more dehydrated the farther you run, which makes it harder for your body to cool itself. The end result is you become feverishly hot. You risk hypothermia. After you're done running, your core is still hot, so you continue to try and shed heat. If it's cold outside, you risk losing too much heat too fast. This can cause hypothermia. That's why runners wear thermal blankets after a race. That is from Tech Insider on YouTube. If you go to Tech Insider's YouTube page, you can find that. But, uh, right, I mean, that's, that's interesting. All that stuff is going on inside of your body. Your body's basically freaking out while you're running a marathon because you're not supposed to run that much, you maniacs. I never understood people who run marathons. It's mind-blowing to me. It's mind-boggling to me that you can run that much. I 
freaking hate running. Oh my God, if there's one thing in the world that I hate, it is running. Oh, it is the worst. Uh, but uh, I mean, as far as, you know, a simple way to stay fit, I mean, not necessarily good for your joints, but the easiest thing you can do, just put on a pair of shoes or not. I saw a guy running barefoot on pavement a couple of weeks ago. That dude's a psychopath. I'd love to see what the bottom of his feet look like. I wonder if he has all those calluses built up like Native Americans did way back in the day. Um, but, yeah, so if I, you know, had to get inside of my own mind while I'm running, it would probably sound something comparable to what that audio was, but it would sound a lot like this. <sighs> it's going pretty well so far. I'm going pretty good. Oh, this is nice. Yeah, I've been running for, uh, let's see here, oh, what, uh, eight seconds right now. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's not too bad. Oh, I'm starting to, mm, shin splints starting to set in just a little bit. Mm, just a little bit of shin splints. Okay, here we're going here. Hey, remember, stay on the balls of your feet. Stay on the balls of your feet. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow, look at that person over there. <laughs> hey, there's a dog. Oh, hey, doggy. Hi. Oh, my God, a car. Oh, okay, I'm good with the car. Oh, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. I should slow down a little bit. I'm running way too fast right now. I don't want to burn myself out too fast. I mean, I've been running now for like 22 seconds. This is this is going really well so far. Whew. Ooh, okay. Mm, all right. Oh, man. Hmm. Why am I not breathing heavy yet? It seems like this should already be happening. I feel like I should already have some sort of heavy breathing, um, but that's not happening so far. Oh, this is getting really boring. Oh, my gosh. Should I just walk for a little bit? It seems like if I just walked, it would be okay. All right, I'll just slow down and walk. Mm. Oh, walking so nice. This is so nice. And I'll start running here in a second. I I'm telling them, I I'll run here in a second. I know. I, it's just sometimes you got to walk, run, walk, run. I don't want to just build up and just like take off right away and just sprint. That seems a little bit ridiculous. All right, we'll get back into a little bit of run here. Oh, here we go. Running, running. And then, okay, I'm going to fast forward to about uh, 10 to 15 minutes into the run. Now go. Oh, I hate every second of this. I hate every second of this. I hate every damn second of why am I doing this shit? Why the why the f am I doing this? This is terrible. Oh my god, I hate running so much. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, the music's good. This is great music. This is great music. Sing along to it. Sing along to it. I can't sing along to it. I'm out of breath. I can't sing. This is I feel like I'm gonna die. There's a guy over there. Hey, buddy. Yeah, we're running. We're both really good at this, aren't we? Woo, yeah. Ooh, I wish I could walk like that lady. That lady's just walking. I respect you. You're smart. You're smart. You're a smart lady. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, I gotta stop running right now. Oh, God. I hate myself. I hate everything about myself. I hate my life. Why do people do this? And if I had to break it down, it would sound uh, something approximately like that. I'm dizzy right now. I'm not gonna lie, because that's how much I hate running. It is the worst freaking thing you could ever possibly do. But. While I mentioned that, there's also a couple of tips and tricks I could throw that have really helped me throughout the years. Uh, if you have shin splints really bad, the issue with shin splints, I never realized this until I listened to some lady on Joe Rogan's podcast a long time ago, and she was talking about how, you know, basically shoes are casts for our feet. So the shoes 
are basically holding us back from the potential, the possibility of how well we could run right now. Now, here's the thing, because most athletic shoes, most running shoes have that big pad on the heel. That pad doesn't make any damn sense. There's no sense. There's no reason for that pad to be there. It was put there in the 70s by shoe companies. But she said that is actually screwing everybody up. And if somebody like me, I have flat feet. My feet are like, it's like just smacking a paddle off the pavement is what it sounds like whenever I run. Uh, so I get really, really bad shin splints. I don't have that arch in my foot or arc. Is it arch or arc? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but it's just one of those things that every time I get out there and I get on my feet and I start going, I'd get these wicked shin splints, and I always wanted to run. I always wanted to do it. And it would always make my back hurt because you're slamming your heels into the ground every time you hit. Toe to heel, toe to heel, boom, boom, boom. It's bad for your body. Until I listened to this lady, and she said, when you run, you're never supposed to land on your heel. And I thought, what? And I went to, you know, sports places. Sports places, good word, Rob. I went to, like, athletic places. I went to customized shoe stores that, like, what you walk, what you run, give you like the shoe that is designed for your foot and those shoes still sucked and I paid like a hundred dollars for them and this lady said that something that nobody in the history of my life up until I think this was like two years ago when I was like 31 said to me she was like she didn't say say it to me she said it on the podcast but she said you just gotta run on the balls of your feet which means the front of your feet like where your toes are because your feet are like a spring. The front part lands. Your ball lands. Your heel never touches. It's like a spring. So boing, boing, boing. Try right now just running. If you're like outside or something and you can run a little bit, just try running on this, this the balls of your feet and just see how it, it feels like a spring. It feels so natural. When I first did it, I was like, oh my God, nobody ever told me this. Nobody ever told me that you're supposed to run like this. And ever since I've been running like that, I've had no issues with shin splints. Shin splints, 100% gone. Gone. I've never had a... I'm telling you right now, if you have bad shin splints, 100% gone if you run the way I just told you. And I'm that guy, okay? I am that guy. If you see me out running, which is not very often, I have the webbed shoes on. Like the toe shoes, I have them on. I'm not kidding. I wear those things because they also help the the support of the padding of the shoe. That's also what this lady had to say. It's like it's not necessary. I mean, it's nice to have some padding on your shoe, but that foot, your foot is in a cast when it's inside of that shoe because it doesn't have mobility. You know, if you have your arm in a cast, you have no mobility of your arm. That's what your foot is being subjected to by you shoving your foot inside of a shoe. And I never thought of it like that. So, listen, I'm not saying to wear the toe shoes anywhere and everywhere. My stepdad used to do that. He had a pair of toe shoes. He'd wear them all over the place. It's just not the right... We're just not there in society yet where we can accept somebody wearing toe shoes out to dinner or something like that. But if you want to wear your toe shoes while you're running, I feel like that's perfectly acceptable. Uh, Lifting weights, working out, great to wear those toe shoes. Doing yoga makes sense to wear those toe shoes because you have the full grip of all of your toes and you can really act, you're not activating a lot of the muscles in your foot. Therefore, your muscles and your foot is, it's kind of a little bit of atrophy is going on and other body parts, calves, you know, shins have to overcompensate for the lack of use of your foot. 
And that can cause shin splints and a bunch of other issues, which I suffered for a while, many years, always trying to run. So there's a little tip for you. Man, I wish somebody would have given me that tip when I was like 12 years old. I swear to God, that will be a big difference maker if you have bad shin splints and you have trouble running. I'll say get a pair of those toe shoes. I know you're rolling your eyes right now. Like those are the stupidest looking things ever. They are stupid looking, I know, but they're amazing. And it feels like you're not even wearing shoes. They're pretty badass. So I would suggest getting those. There's my first tip. Second tip when running, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I, I meditate, I do meditation, and I use the Headspace meditation app. The Headspace meditation app, if you ever want to get into meditation, start with that. It is the easiest leading you into meditation way for your entire life, not just for sit-down meditation, for walking, for eating. There's a meditation. There's also one for running, and I did the running one a while ago, and I realized this is the best way to run ever. This is so cool. Uh, because you think like, how am I going to meditate while I'm running? Well, when you're, when I'm running, I just did my inner monologue here a few minutes ago of what I think while I'm running and I want to die. I want everybody to burn in hell in front of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? While you're running and if you hate running, you were just like, I hate all of you and I hate myself. Why is this happening? Uh, so a way to get past that a little bit, and I said a little bit, I don't know if it completely helps. I guess you got, you probably got to do it a lot to really get into the rhythm, but, uh, in the meditation app, they just have you, he has you count each step up to 10, up to 20, or, you know, like the whole way up to a hundred. And then you start over again. So while you're running one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, 10, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, that was one of the biggest helpers for my concentration for running ever because I have a bit of ADD. So my mind starts going while I'm running. I start thinking. I start hating. I start loathing. And the more you think while you're running, the less easier it is to run. Have you ever noticed that? Because your body can only concentrate on one thing at a time. And I think running takes a lot of concentration for some people like myself. So if you're like me in that situation, trust me, try that. Try the one, two, three. Every step you count, take it up to 100. It works phenomenally. I've ran farther, and I've, more importantly, been okay mentally while running farther. And I really feel like I've run out of breath less whenever I do that. So if, you, if, you really, if you're looking for a way to, you know, you want to run, but you hate running with every ounce of bone in your body, then try that. Try landing on the ball of your foot. Try landing or try counting your steps every time you run. And uh, it, that changed the game for me. Not saying I'm running all the time, but when I do run, it's much more enjoyable and I don't hate myself and the world and my legs and anybody that I see in front of me. So uh, give that a shot. Speaking of running, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He said this a couple of times now, but now I guess he was in GQ magazine. I read the article yesterday. And he seems like he's getting fairly serious about thinking about running for president. God, Rock, Dwayne, Dewey, whatever people want to call you. If you run for president, dude, you, oh my God, you will kill it. You will win a landslide victory. I don't even know if anybody else would get any votes. I strongly, 100% believe this. Uh, many podcasts ago, 
when Trump first won the presidency, I did a podcast all about it. You can go back and listen to it. It said it was it's called Donald Trump is our president and here has how I feel about it or something like that. And I wanted to give the guy a chance, but um but if you like him, that's perfectly fine. I would just like to beat his head off of a table repeatedly until his nose broke and all of the I'm sorry. And it has nothing to do with the Republican Party. Nothing at all. It has nothing to do with anybody except for Donald Trump. I hate him. I, I shouldn't say I hate him because I don't even know him. But I feel like I hate him, right? I mean, it's just, it's how I feel. So anyways, and you can, if you want to argue with me on this point, if you want to call me on the voicemail and leave me messages as to why you love Donald Trump, then please, 814-799-0064. And, you know, I'm not saying anything about the Republican Party in this situation. Or anybody else, really, who's in the cabinet. I mean, they a lot of them seem unqualified and whatever. Uh, and there's a lot of ridiculous things happening every single day, it seems like. But if you're in support, that's fine. And, and give me the reasons why you're in support. I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But The Rock, for God's sake, if The Rock would run for president, and uh, I guess he, he, he says he's an independent, which I'm totally a 100% independent too. I don't understand how these days... And here we go again. Politics. I don't understand how you can't be independent. Because that, it doesn't make sense to me how you can be right or left. It just That's just how I think with the whole political landscape. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me to choose one of those sides because there's so many things on each side that I agree with. There's so many things on each side that I'm like, well, I like that idea. That makes sense to me. I'm not going to get into the weeds with the whole thing. I've already trashed Trump enough and made a lot of people angry, enough as it is. See, this is the beauty of this podcast. I couldn't say this stuff on the radio. I couldn't go on the radio in central Pennsylvania and say that I can't stand Donald Trump. I mean, I could, but good Lord, I'd probably get fired and I'd probably lose half the audience, you know? (laughs) I just can't stand the guy. My dad said to me when he was running for president, because I'm talking to my dad and I'm like, Dad, I don't like Hillary Clinton either. I think she's a scumbag too, but Trump... I just, I can't, I've never liked him. It's not the president thing. I've never, ever, I can recall being a little kid and seeing him in Home Alone 2 and thinking, what a piece of shit. I hate that guy. (laughs) It's it's been my whole life. So it's not just like a brand new thing that's happening. My dad said, you know, when I look into Donald Trump's eyes, I'll see a good Christian man. And if I would have had a drink in my mouth, I'd have been like, oh my God. That was the most ridiculous thing you've ever said in your entire life. Who are you? Are you my dad? I can't believe you just said that. Um, uh, hey, dad, if you heard this, I mean, that's if you're hearing this right now, that's 100% honest God's truth. I'm just saying. Uh, but so if The Rock runs for president, I can't imagine. My wife and I were just talking about this last night. In a landslide, The Rock would win. He'd win over guys for sure. I mean, who? What guy wouldn't doesn't love The Rock? He'd win over women. Women love The Rock. Kids love The Rock. Not that they can vote. I mean, 18, that's, you're still technically a kid. I'm sorry. You're considered an adult. I'm just saying you're still kind of a kid. I'm sorry. I'm offending a lot of people on this podcast today. So, uh, you know, it's just everything about him. I don't know anybody who doesn't like The Rock. That smile, his aura, his personality, his charm. He's such a sweet dude. He just seems like a super nice guy. He seems like a genuinely nice person. And from this GQ article that I read, uh, you know, he he remembers everything that you say. He remembers small anecdotal notes about you. He, uh, you know, actually listens to you and 
acts makes you feel i'm not gonna say acts but he, he makes you feel like your best friends whenever you're around him whenever you're hanging with him he slams the weights dude he's like in the best shape of anybody on the face of the earth he's like an adonis he's like schwarzenegger back in the day right i mean he just he doesn't look like a freak bodybuilder like a lot of bodybuilders do these days where they look like an inhuman they look like it they look like an animal they look like an altered beast or something like that right uh he he i mean he doesn't look natural because he's not natural he's a gigantic freakish human being uh he's so many different different ethnicities that you couldn't pin him down into one ethnicity i don't know anything bad that's ever been said about the guy you know in his personal life in his professional life in his younger days I mean, he probably did some steroids, right? But what athlete hasn't done some steroids, especially a professional wrestler? There's another thing for me, professional wrestling. Like, I've been following The Rock since 1996, man. And if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to vote for him, which uh, I would think is a good amount of Republicans or wrestling fans. It seems to go hand in hand. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just feel like that might be the case. And personally... I just, I love the dude. I love to hear him talk. Anything he ever is in, I watch, even if it's a terrible movie. Uh, if he's given a speech, I always listen to him. He always has something good to say. He always has something nice to say and always something important and smart to say. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson, man, if you run in 2020 or whenever you decide to run, because he's 45 now. So by the time it rolls around for 2020, he's going to be nearing 50. And that's midlife. That's midlife crisis, dude. It's time to get in there. It's time to change the world. I can't imagine anybody who wouldn't vote for him. I don't know who doesn't like The Rock. He's the coolest dude ever. That would be so amazing to have him as president. And yes, he was born in California, even though he's... Uh, what what is it called? Um, Pacific Islanders. He's kind of Samoan, and he's uh, half black too, I believe. That's true. And he's just he's so many ethnicities rolled into one, and uh, I, he would be as a foreign policy guy. I guarantee Putin would love The Rock. Who wouldn't love The Rock? And also, you're intimidated by him. You're you're kind of scared of him because if you piss him off, that dude's gonna get kind of scary. Uh, you know, I, I can't think of one negative aspect of him running for president, of him being the leader of our country. He is a born true leader. And I can only imagine the people that he would put in his cabinet would be excellent people. Obviously, I'm overstepping my boundaries here. I don't know any of these things for a fact, but when The Rock says he's going to run for president, I am one million percent in. So you see how this podcast all came together talking about running and then running for president. It's beautiful. Now, I'm going to run out of the city as everybody chases me with pitchforks because of what I just said about Donald Trump. Have a beautiful day. If you want to leave a voicemail, please try not to get offended. I may have offended you, and I apologize, but I had to get that out of my system. I had to get it out of my body. It had to come out of my mouth, into the microphone, and out to the world. It just had to happen. I'm sorry, but if you want to have your voice heard... Leave me a voicemail. I'll play it on the podcast. Even if you're ripping me to shreds, you can leave it on the podcast. 814-799-0064. If you want to try to get your social media off the ground, if you want to do that, if you want to thrive with it, if you want to make money with it, and, you know, take... If you're thinking about marketing and advertising, if you're thinking about for yourself or for your business, or you need me to come in and just consult... With whatever you're doing, ask me some questions. Get my opinion with what works. Trust me. I've got a big knowledge base on this. 
I've got a lot of information I could pass along to you, and I could really help you out. Happy Valley Social Media. Just ask me about it. You can email me at happyvalleysocial at gmail.com or my uh, social media connections, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. Thank you once again for listening, Zebras. That's brutal.